0: Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello everybody, welcome to Corner of the Galaxy
1: on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you on a Thursday, September 5th on an L.A. Galaxy off-week live from COG Studios, getting ready to get you ready for, uh, let's see, absolutely no games this weekend, but a game coming up on September 11th against the Colorado Rapids, so a lot of stuff has happened this week. A lot of stuff that we need to talk about. Uh, certainly need to get through all of that. And of course, Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, is uh, thinks that his family might be more important than this particular show. So we'll uh, we'll give him the night off. And coming in to help me. Uh, we're glad to have her back in the studio once again. Please welcome back to the show Miss Sophie Nicolaus. Sophie, how's it going? I'm pretty cool, Josh.
2: Thanks for having me back. Oh, I really appreciate it. We're
1: glad to have you back. Always, uh, always fun. A lot of LA Galaxy talk. Upcoming, yes. Media, um, media pass. Yes. I am
2: wearing my media pass because I now have been here what three or four times. Yes. And I don't know if you and Eric just kind of settle on Twinkies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking we need a little bit of the LA Galaxy. Um, you know, the, the spread, the food.
1: Oh, the food. Oh, you want you want
2: some I want, of the cookies. Yes, That's- I want. You know, with my accreditation, I feel like now I now deserve at least an enchilada <laughs> or a taco. You got to crank it up a notch. I'm I'm thinking it may even bring Baxter down here. Wow! At some point in person,
1: right? To complain about the food?
2: Yes, to complain about the food, okay. uh, and then I think Larry would agree with me, and pro- and Larry's probably proud I'm wearing my shades today because he 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 he's, he loves that. He
1: he's his his <laughs> only text message to me was make sure that Sophie says the dreaded T word.
2: He always manages to wangle that, and I'm sure there's going to be a reference at some point. Okay,
1: okay, I just okay. want to say, but yeah, I mean, before we even get too deep into. This, this, and obviously the LA Galaxy have, let's see, uh, coming up, they have six games in 26 days um, that is rapidly approaching. So as that's all happening, as that's coming, mm-hmm. we have that, but there's there's something that's way more important than all of that. You have a new addition to the family that you need to talk about first. Can you, can you introduce your, your fine furry friend here?
2: Do you have pictures of Vinny? I
1: do. I do have pictures of Vinny. So if you're listening on the podcast and you want to see pictures of Vinny, <laughs> you need to go to our YouTube <laughs> channel so that way you can see cute, adorable... Little Vinny. Oh,
2: little Vinny came into our family just a few weeks ago. He's the most. Uh, he's a baller. He's a mix between Zlatan and Robbie Keane, <laughs> with a slice of you know the innocence of maybe Robbie Rogers.
0: Right. You know. Right. So
2: he has a little bit of uh, of everything uh, in terms of uh, LA Galaxy history. But he's a dude. Uh, he's uh, he's my Italian part of my Italian mafia. So he joins uh, the other Italian Greyhound Lucci in the household. And our our Yorkie from England, Margie, who completely is a misfit, but we rescued her, so it's I, I great.
1: Gonna, I, I have an English dog. I have a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel. So, really? So, What's yes. his name? Her name is Piper. Oh, her name. Yes, Piper. her name. Piper, yes. Did the, you
2: name her after Piper Pabaro from uh, Coyote Ugly, that movie with the sexy chicks on the bar?
1: Obviously not. No? Um, no, she was named after an airplane, actually, a Piper Cub, because oh. I, I, I was a pilot at one point. I flew airplanes, so it was a Piper Cub like thing. Like a fighter yeah. pilot? Yeah, no. No, 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 little tiny, little tiny planes, you know, buzz around the stuff, that type of thing. But yeah, that's, that's what we did. Um, But anyway, Vinny, Vinny's middle name.
2: Vinny Vieira right? Nicolau
1: right which, which means I, that Eric Vieira I just um, found that out which yeah, is
2: amazing
1: yes which means that uh, Eric Vieira is now the second best looking Vieira on this show being that Vinny was on this show so um, Eric drops down below the dog which is probably where he deserves to go <laughs> alright uh, I just wanted Thank to make sure we so got much. that yeah no yeah, Vin- he's really adorable I was. I, whenever I asked you to come on the show you said we're just coming back from picking up Vinny yeah. so I was like oh man I gotta see pictures of that dog well speaking of dogs which is a great segue by the way wasn't planned at all. Uh, Pups at the pitch (laughs) coming up. Uh, LA Galaxy 2 does this every year where they invite uh, the owners and the dogs to a game at the uh, Dignity Health Sports Park Track and Field Stadium. Uh, So September 7th, 2019 versus Real Monarchs Salt Lake City. So that's the RSL USL team. A 7 p.m. kickoff. The first 250 dogs in attendance will receive a Los Dos dog leash. So maybe Vinny... Wait, Vinny's too young. Maybe take Lucci. Yeah, take Lucci because dogs... And Piper. Dogs don't need a ticket. But they knew, do need proof of vaccination whenever well, you go. Will so my accreditation I, get me in? I, I, I'm, I'm sure you can sneak them, sneak in, uh, okay, sneak fine. in the dogs. That's fine. I think I've tried to do that before, actually. And yeah, think Did you can it work? do it. Yeah, I think you can. That's okay, right. cool. Yeah, you can do that. It's, it's a it's a USL game. It's <laughs> anything goes. Uh, but anyway, pubs to the park there. Uh, if you're interested at all, you can go to lagalaxy.com and click on the uh, the La Galaxy Two sort of moniker there, or you can contact Ali Amervand. Uh, over at LA Galaxy uh, and telephone number 310-630-2155. So uh, hit up uh, uh, Ali and he should be able to take care of you, get you uh, pups at the pitch tickets. So I wanted to get through that. And as we're still doing more plugs, Sophie, I also wanted wow. to make sure. I know there's a lot of stuff at the front I end today. I love it. Um, at the front end today. So I wanted to make sure that uh, if you're interested uh, that you go ahead and order your Corner of the Galaxy uh, one at five times t-shirt right now. There are multiple colors, very soft shirts. They look sharp.
2: Do you have stars on it? There,
1: There are stars on each cup. So Dude. so you have cups and stars. Did
2: you personally design this one?
1: I did. I did. I mean, basically when we say that though, it's like me taking clip art and dropping it. But I mean, I do an okay. Cut and paste. It, yeah, it's a sharp <laughs> shirt. It looks good. Uh, multiple colors. The pink one seems to be a favorite of everybody. I actually might order a pink one and a gray one, maybe a white one as well.
2: Men are rocking the pink these days.
1: I'm, I'm a big fan of the pink shirts. Yeah, and our I'm pink shirts it. are some of our highest sellers. So uh, rem- I'll buy one. reminder to everybody that whenever you buy these, all those proceeds go to keeping this podcast and, uh, and the website going and that helps us a tremendous amount um, somebody complained about the price they're $22 each which I don't think is expensive in today's world yeah somebody says no more than $15 and I think I explained it already that at $15 I would make approximately 23 cents per shirt um, so I, I have a little bit higher mar- margin than that so we can, uh, we can possibly and get also, some
2: and also $22 is a nice round number because bingo 22 all the ducks 22 that's the bingo number that's so the well bingo number I, yeah, yeah Josh. I had, I had yes, no idea a little There's, Britishness there for
1: you yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about I I don't even understand you half the time so i love it it's perfect <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's get to the la galaxy now that we've gotten through all of the plugs while well, i say that having you said that more. i have one more You yeah. do. i just wanted to make sure <laughs> um I, that was that was just a tease for everybody real quick to make sure they were they're still paying attention everything was going uh just the show schedule for september is up the only thing i want to highlight uh at least right now and keep an eye on this is september 26th 2019. Uh, That is a live show. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer, is scheduled to be on that show. Wow. But... It'll also be the 700th show in Corner of the Galaxy history. That's big. So 700 big. Um, I think we need a big guest for it. And so I think I'm going to go out and try to get a big guest for it. So
2: Like an LA Galaxy player?
1: Maybe. Or an X player. Or, or Larry Morgan. Have
2: maybe. you? <laughs> oh, listen, you can't get it better than Larry I, Morgan. I understand that. He is the Don of all Dons. He's, I, have, I have a secret crush on Larry.
1: Every, everybody does, though. Yeah. I mean, he gets yelled at across parking lots all the time. Larry They're Morgan, same. not on Twitter. <laughs> so he's that. I have to
2: get you a Magnum so then you guys can do the whole... Like you've won the Champions League or MLS Cup,
1: that's good. And do the
2: whole, you know, champagne splash.
1: That's good. I like that. Yeah. I like that. We can we can do that. all, all whole thing. Um. So anyway, so uh, check out the shirts. Check out the podcast schedule. All that stuff. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click on the shop button if you want some shirts or some stickers or any of that stuff. And then of course you can click on the live button um, for all of our podcasts here, or you can you know, you can look at all of our previews. All of that. Cornerofthegalaxy.com is pretty much your one-stop shop. All right. For real now. I'm not kidding. We're actually going to talk about the LA Galaxy. We're
2: going to talk about soccer right now.
1: We are, but not not like soccer right now. I want to I want to throw it back some years. Sure. All right. Because uh, Galaxy History, which if you're not following on uh, on Twitter, I think on Instagram too, at uh, Galaxy Underscore History, put out one of my favorite tweets today. Uh, he said on this day in 2012. By the way, Galaxy History, you know he's a Brit, right? He lives in the UK. Really? Yes. I'm, okay,
2: so I did not know that. I'm not going to lie. Wait, I did wait, not know wait. that.
1: Wait, I'm sure you know him, right? Because you Who guys are from, from the UK. No, it's. I don't know that you know him. I'm just... People do that okay, all the time. Okay, I have to They'd, reach out to him. Well, oh, you're from California. You know this person, I'm right? I'm so yeah.
2: American right now. Yeah, I'm you just, know, I'm, I just... This the token accent... That keeps me British.
1: Um, At uh, at Galaxy underscore history tweeted this out. He said, On this day in 2012, LA Galaxy signed Swedish international Christian Wilhelmsen after a successful career in Sweden, Norway, Belgium, France, Italy, England, Spain, Saudi Arabia, and Mm. Qatar. And, of course, there were immediate shouts on Twitter for this, Sophie. I got tagged in this tweet so many times because everybody knows...
2: You have that, a crush on him, don't
1: n- you? N- not only do I have a crush, but I am telling you right now, the only reason the LA Galaxy won the MLS Cup in 2012 was because of the addition <laughs> oh of Christian Wilhelmsen. He didn't score a single goal, thanks to Robbie Keane knocking the one in on the off the goal line in the Seattle Sounders game, in the playoff game. Um, so all that stuff, he didn't score a single goal, but he was the reason, caused so much havoc, uh, that the LA Galaxy Are won the Cup in 2012. Are
2: you seriously suggesting I'm, that? Yes, and you're backing it up with what stats and data? Uh,
1: it's, it, this is an eyeball test. There's no stats that can prove anything on this because that I dude was... I would
2: love to know what your listeners think about that considering the team that was in 2012.
1: 2012, great. T- remember, remember that was a team that struggled during the regular season, turned it on at the end. A bit
2: like this team. Yep,
1: turned it on at the end and Good then screamed it? through the playoffs.
2: Oh, now you got me excited. <laughs> See, Stop <I> know. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so that was the 2012, the Christian Wilhelmson, Chippen, by the way, his nickname was Chippen, um, all of the Swedish press that I talk to, as uh-huh. soon as I meet somebody from Sweden, the Swedish press, and we get a lot, obviously, for it's Zlatan. it's funny now
2: that we do, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so
1: I get to talk to them, and I'm friends with a couple of them, um, and and we talk, and I'll, and I'll bring up Christian Wilhelmsen. They're like, oh, do you remember whenever Robbie Keane stole that goal from him? I'm like, I remember it. I was there at that game. Um, so yeah, it was it was great. I always thought that that was sort that was of a-, a
2: great win. That that MLS Cup was. That was great.
1: Yeah, it was. A, that was a, that was a fun year. So anyway, yeah. uh, Christian Wilhelmsen was, uh, was. I'm
2: sure he's listening somewhere in Sweden.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure all of our podcasts, whenever we talk about Zlatan, get translated and printed in the Swedish newspapers. So I mean, look, we're we're good to go here. You're smashing it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, onward. Maybe some good news for the LA Galaxy. Um, let's start here with. Uh, the international call-ups. Now, we've talked about all these a bunch, and we've talked about Jonathan Dos Santos and and Tuna getting called up to Mexico. We've talked about Sebastian Legette getting called up to the U.S. We've talked about Rolf Felcher uh, playing for Venezuela and Gio Carlo People Gonzalez playing for Costa Rica. We know that the LA Galaxy have the possibility of missing five players. Now, I think Seattle has 10 players out on international duty, and they actually have games coming up this weekend. The Galaxy don't, but none- nonetheless, it's still a- an issue for the LA Galaxy right now so sophie uh i have a list of all Mm -hmm. of the the games that are being played and and where they're being played did you know uh let's see if i'm doing this correct looking through it one more time just double check there is only one game that is being played outside of the united states
2: and that one is? That
1: is with uh, with People Gonzalez, with Costa Rica versus and Uruguay. Uruguay. Right? And that mm-hmm. is played in Costa Rica on Friday, September 6th. The only game that People Gonzalez it's is going to... So that is tomorrow. So he plays on Friday, and mm-hmm. then he's done. So he'll be back in mm-hmm. time for Colorado, which may or may not be good for some people. Some people love him right now. Some people hate him. He had one of his worst games against Seattle, but... I happen to believe he's a solid defender. Whether or not that proves out in any of the stats, (laughs) we'll see. Um, But so that's the one. The, The other team, the other player who's only playing one game is Rolf Felcher, now, Raul Felcher plays on Tuesday, September 10th. This is Venezuela versus Colombia. Okay, that one is being played in Tampa, Florida. Correct. Okay, so that's not
2: too that's far. That's not too far. Florida, sometimes you kind of, you know, it'll, he'll suffer from a little, uh, um, what is it? Moisture? What's yeah, that? Humidity. Uh, humidity, yes. thank you. Yes. yes, yes. got there in the end.
1: Um yeah, he could, but here's here's the thing. He, he usually
2: doesn't play, so... No, so he's, I was not say, first, he's not first 11 for if, the Venezuelan.
1: So if he goes and he doesn't play... That's ...then fine. he should be available the next day to be able to play for the LA Galaxy, kind of right? A
2: little vacay okay. in Tampa, why not?
1: So we can get two out of the three back. Now, can All we right. get anybody else back? You look at the United States, and, and with Sebastian Legette is playing Mexico, Jonathan Dos Santos and Uriel Antuna. That game is on Friday again tomorrow. We're recording on Thursday, September 5th. It's Friday, September 6th. Uh, The game being played... Uh, Uh, at MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey. That's the first game. Then the Mm -hmm. United States goes and plays versus Uruguay uh, in St. Louis. Not that far. Right. Okay, so again, watching the minutes for Sebastian Legette, watching if he starts the first game, maybe doesn't start the second game, sits on the bench the second game. He could also possibly Do you
2: think be able. he start. He probably will. Right. I think
1: they need to see him. Yeah. So it's one of those. I think he'll get he'll some play minutes. One. Yeah, and I don't know which maybe one. half. You would hope that he would get the first game mm-hmm. if you're the LA Galaxy, and he would sit the second game. Yeah. And you're hopeful that Greg Berhalter is sort of keeping an eye on that as well, which I, I trust he does.
2: It's the Mexico fixtures I'm the most worried about.
1: I mean, and and that's that's sort of it's Mexico versus Argentina on Tuesday september 10th and then mexico versus the united states on friday september 6th that's the opposite side of that mm-hmm. uh mexico versus argentina argentina is not bringing a very strong lineup to the states that one's in san antonio and san antonio texas not that far away from denver colorado or commerce city colorado i should say not too uh, far. Where, where they play um so those are also hopeful but i mean you look at this there's international games going on there's international break you know What's going on here?
2: Here's my biggest pet peeve in the entire universe of the world is the new season starts in Europe and then you have the international break. Now for us here, it's a little bit different, but the issue is still the same. So in Europe, you've got teams that have played four games and they're just getting into the groove of things and you're trying to see and identify kind of what kind of team you're going to have, the players, how they're going to perform. They go on international break and then you've got the the f- the scariest thing of all of you know them getting an injury i think it's actually worse for mls in this window of the international fixtures because we are getting to crunch time right now it is so important that these players stay fit i mean i know that i've ragged on dos santos on this show right in the past but god forbid he gets injured i I fear for what that could mean for LA Galaxy. So at this point in the season, it's definitely, you know, frustrating. Uh, I don't like it in Europe. I think it's, uh, too, it's very early where players can come back and recover and there's until May of next year for them to make uh, the ground up and for them to get fit. But for MLS teams who are really up there and especially the ones lo- that are striving for a playoff place like the LA Galaxy, you just kind of hold your breath until they come back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, everybody always talks about being informed for your international team can help your club team and and the who pays your wages. That that's always that's always one of the things. It's always like okay, but in this particular case, I don't care how, and I don't think anybody would care how any of the LA Galaxy players play. They just want them no. not be injured, and, yeah. and that's it. That's just irrelevant
2: be right now. Who cares if Dos Santos has a terrible game for Mexico? And I respect people who love the Mexican national team. I'm not ragging on them. But, you know, we're talking club football here. This podcast is about LA Galaxy. And Dos Santos is a very pivotal player for this squad. And I think in the last few games, he's really impressed me, actually. Oh, (laughs) I was going to say. (laughs) Did I I make you choke on that one? (laughs) You
1: didn't make me choke. I'm like, now you like him. I didn't say I
2: liked him. I just said that he's really had (laughs) a run. I think he's become a little bit of a fighter. I've seen a different side to him. I think he's taken on... The baton of more leadership. I think he's shown some Cajones, as we say, Cajones. cajones yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. And I think Zlatan has something to do with that. I really do. I think Zlatan brings uh, an expectation to the dressing room, and and we're in that dressing room after games, and and you get that sense and that vibe, for especially from those young players. Right. You know, he brings a different mix to the table, and the expectations are high. And this team has been a bit Jekyll and Hyde, but at the end of the day, I do believe there's... A lion and a Ferrari in some of these other players other than Zlatan
1: yeah it, it feels like that it's starting to take up I know Kevin was talking on Monday about you know his sort of the Galaxy needing another offensive threat in my mind you know with Christian Pavone coming in you really you, you've stud. seen that you've yeah. seen that and you've seen the ability to not just to focus on Zlatan to worry about Pavone and then Pavone has sort of increased Fabio Alvarez's output as well um, I didn't think Fabio played a great game against Seattle but I'll, I'll be honest anytime you play on turf I don't expect a lot from sort that is central the central attacking midfield
2: graceful field in all of mls is it not um there's a couple him, them is, in new
1: england i mean i would say it used to be uh a cincinnati i think cincinnati still has some some not great turf.
2: injury waiting to happen
1: minnesota had the worst turf at one point and then now they have a nice field with grass on but, it and but so. you
2: mentioned pavon he's mm. been an absolute stud since he's come on board and he has i think you're 100 right there josh he's elevated other players around him uh, in that LAFC game that I was at, which was insane, mm-hmm. you know, he was he played out of his mind. I thought he was brilliant in that game, and I think Dos Santos has improved because of Pavon. To be honest with you, I think that's one of the main reasons.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I think I certainly think I think the uh, the ability to hold the ball on that wing is one of those mm-hmm. things. I think the uh, the danger that he brings on offense uh, makes Jonathan Dos Santos be able to get a little bit more forward. I, I think in the more gal- freedom. Yeah, look at the, look at the Galaxy and the way that they turn turn the ball over or, or were able to force turnovers from Seattle high up the field. I mean, mm-hmm. those were successes there and certainly successes against LAFC as well as turning that ball over high against the field, the whole, whole deal. I um, kind of
2: want to forget that game, to be honest.
1: Which one, the Seattle game? The Seattle game. It's, it was, you know, I always said that one is more a mental blow than anything else. It just certainly, everybody says, you know, oh, I, I saw it. This is a must-win game. The Galaxy have to win this game. and They don't because their schedule down the stretch is um i don't know somebody called it a cupcake schedule and they're not technically wrong it's just can you trust the galaxy to take advantage of a cupcake schedule and and sort of look at that um but in my mind it was a game that hurts mentally it's one of those things that you sit there and go okay you you were there you had it it was within your grasp to get a point um which
2: makes me question the sounders allowing three goals against this la galaxy team at home they made uh What's his face? I mentioned him to you. Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris. Yes. Look like a world beater. I, I was like, what is going on here? Uh, the mental the mental impotence at the end to be honest with you is what cost the la galaxy yeah well, they just had to hold and there wasn't how many minutes were left like three
1: no not well i mean even? It, we were almost in a stoppage time so it was the eight nine ninth minute It's
2: crushing that's and you're right mentally that was a crushing blow
1: it came down to to one player and an unfortunate slip or a fortunate slip a i, I do gerard it, moment yeah it was i mean you know uh arajo comes in and he's brought in to sort of mm. solidify that defense work in place of Antuna and he does exactly what he's supposed to do which is intercept the ball and then he slips and that's it that's that's the end of it and you know people talking about Jorgen Shelvick being out of position on that play and there was definitely could have been a moment where he was out of position mm-hmm. and I started thinking because I was watching it on TV you don't get the full field view right and I'm like okay so if I'm Jorgen Shelvick what am I doing whenever I see Araujo get that ball and intercept it, was it? tough he had a decision I'm, to make because he needed to go up the field mm-hmm. if that's the case because coming on that weak side would have been the relief that you would have looked for Araujo to sort of put that ball maybe up to Zlatan or out to the wide to, to Shelvick. So, did Shelvick move forward on that? And then, whenever the play comes back, he's now chasing everything. And you can't see it on the replays. I've tried to sort of track him. Um, but, you know, I, it's again. a little
2: bit like NFL. You know, Patrick Mahomes can put up 50 points, you want your defense to hold. And I think that's the most frustrating thing. It's a little bit like my arsenal. See, there you go, Larry. I got it in. Uh, we can score three goals, but another team can score four against us. And I think that's the Achilles heel of this team this season more than anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, now they're starting to score. And before, I would tell you that the LA Galaxy defense was one of the you know, middle of the road defenses in Major League Soccer. Everybody calls it one of the well, worst defenses. No, I mean, last season they were, they were bad. Mm-hmm. This season, they are middle of the road. They're actually not horrible. And maybe no. that's just because defense overall in the league is down. And maybe that's a problem that people can try to dis- dissect. They're not horrible. And I haven't looked at the charts later. I'm sure they've dropped further down that list mm-hmm. than they were closer to the top um, at the beginning. But um, you look at all these things and it's like, you know, it was the offense that was sort of leaving things short. and What's everything... the weakest link to you? Um, it's I, I think it's almost tactics. It's a little bit of tactics. And it's also the position players, so it's Jorgen Shelvick, and it's Rolf Felcher on the outside, and then sometimes it can be the midfield.
2: You think GBS is getting it wrong?
1: I th- I think that there's some of that. I mean, here's the problem with 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 Felcher and Shelvick is that GBS asks them to be part of the offense, mm-hmm. and they have to run up the field and run back the field and mm-hmm. run up the field and run back the field, and that's that's a lot of work. Yeah. And if you're Play doing football, though. yeah, and if you're and if you're doing that with two guys, now all of a sudden you just have two defenders at the back. You're exposed, but but that's okay that's where your midfielders come in that's where the guy like Jonathan dos santos is that's supposed to come in that's the
2: problem for me is the distance between the midfield and the defense and i think that's been the the mate the defense has had some lapses but the distance between midfield and defense a lot of the times has been a real problem and they're going to have to rectify that in these last few games.
1: I mean, here's something, and I I think it was an appropriate response on Reddit. Uh, Somebody was saying, you know, to, to an article that they had written about the defenses uh, actually over on LA galaxy confidential, LAG confidential. It's a a good article about the defense, the defensive sort of blunders that are going on. Um, And somebody said, they've had all year to fix it. What makes you think they can fix it now? And it's like, I I kind of agree with that. I think you're kind of living with what you're at and you're going to live by the sword, die by the sword. So you better score a whole bunch of goals and Christian Pavone better catch on fire and, and Zlatan Ibrahimovic better break records. Um all of those things seem like they have to happen otherwise the Galaxy will not make the playoffs or or if they make the playoffs won't go very far.
2: I agree with you to a certain extent in that this team is so Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. They can turn it on and go on a run. I do believe that they can go on a run. And I think because overall they seem to have a good team spirit. Would you agree with that? Like when yeah. When you see the dressing room, the camaraderie and the interaction between the players, Pavon coming in, I think has settled in really well. I think playing with Zlatan has really excited him and allowed him that opportunity to kind of come in and feel like he's part of something a little bit bigger than himself. I I think they've got the balls, mm-hmm. if I can say that on you this can. show. You can.
1: That's okay, a fine. PG-13 term. That, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Right.
2: The other word I asked you earlier, yes. no, I won't you, say you that. you can't say that one. I think they have the balls to do it. Yeah. And I trust, I really trust the coach. I think he's methodical and I think he's a thinker. And I I think he's a very engaged um, coach in terms of he looks at things a lot more. He looks at it, you know, he's almost like he's a fly on the wall and he looks at it at that angle. And, you know, he's definitely had moments where he's made mistakes. But at the same time, I always feel like... He's the right guy to take this team forward. And I think he G's them up at the right moment. And they respond to him very well. And I think what there is there, Josh, that hasn't been there, maybe, um, you know, I think there was some difficult moments with Ziggy and stuff like that. They have a lot of respect for him.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel I feel like they have a lot of respect for him. I, I feel my my only thing is this is both a positive and a negative at the same time, which is mm-hmm. I, I don't really know how to feel about it. Um, is that with Guillermo Barichelloto he
2: you say that very well by the way I've, I've been I practicing. Just, I a just lot. use the acronym now. Yeah,
1: GBS. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That works too. Um, <laughs> get, with, with Guillermo, I feel like he can be too aggressive, and I think that works against him. I mean, really, if the Galaxy sit back and stay. Connected in the final five minutes of that game, they get a point. Um, you but know. Did,
2: do you think he was asking them to go and win the game? I don't know. I he didn't always,
1: know. I always feel like he. I'll tell you the, the sub for Antuna bringing in Arajo to me says we're staying back and we're gonna yes. we're gonna do that. And so it was the right move. It was the Correct. right sub. I don't I don't question the sub. Right. Um, the result maybe isn't the isn't the best thing, but I feel like there are times in games where the Galaxy aren't patient and when they're not patient, they get too far forward, and then teams they beat them on the counterattack. attack yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's Terrible. the problem. They put themselves in forward positions, which is good because they like to throw things forward, and they like to score goals, but they're not great at tracking back and getting mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's the first five steps that are the most important whenever you give up the ball. It's about winning that yes. ball back and counter, countering that turnover, making sure that things don't happen. Uh, it's one of the reasons the Galaxy gets so many yellow cards is that they foul in those positions a lot, and those are yellow card foul uh, sort of areas. So, um, I just, I would like to see just a little bit more patience from GBS. Just a tiny bit. Just I can see have the, that. I'm fine with it being a zero-zero game in the 75th minute. It doesn't need to be a three-three game in the 75th minute. It can be a zero-zero game, and the Galaxy have the horsepower to be able to go forward. And and um, and. Do you think and, that and comes
2: from his mentality of coaching a team like Boca Juniors, where it's more expected to kind of be much more offensive and have that style? And play that kind of football. And, he, that, and that and that's his, that's his he, philosophy. Yeah. And sometimes you have to adapt to the plays that you have. And I would agree with you. At moments, he probably should be a little bit more conservative. But I can see why he has that bravado in him in terms of where he's come from culturally from a football perspective. I'll
1: tell you this, that I don't think that that... Uh, mentality has totally killed him. I mean, you look Mm -hmm. at where the Galaxy have been for most of this year, and it's, you know, in the top three in the Western Conference, uh, among the most wins in the league, you know, the whole deal. This problem is that they just weren't tying games. There were no draws. There were a lot of losses. So if they were either winning, yeah, (laughs) there you go. I was like, there it is. Everybody drank. There was the Tottenham. Uh, But no, I mean, it's just, I think he needs to choose his his sort of pushes here. I I think he needs Mm -hmm. to choose his moments um, because this game or this team is so offensively loaded at times, especially with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, there's so much there that I I really feel like you can throw it forward and you can get results.
2: I think in these next few games, I would agree with you 100%. Early on in the season, I say, let's, you know, go for it. Let's see what this team's all about. But in these next few games the management the game management is going to be whether you know the LA Galaxy live or die in the playoffs oh
1: coming down to uh to the tip all right well there was some good news out of the LA Galaxy this today as well um the first shots that we have seen of one Roman Alessandrini getting back to the quote-unquote training field did you just
2: say Alessandrini I
1: did that guy you remember that guy I just
2: need to dust (laughs) off the feathers and the and all of that. Yeah, like,
1: it's it's been what? Thirty remind year old me, who is he? He's he's only thirty years old, which I was looking up again today. I'm like, listen, I haven't looked at his player page in quite a while. So let me go just check everything again and make sure. So thirty year old Frenchman uh was jogging and stretching off to the side of the field today. Now here is where I get to throw cold water on everybody saying, Oh, Ramon Alessandrini is back. Oh yay, here he's, here comes our savior. He's training off to the side. This is not training with the full team, Mm -hmm. and you have to train with the full team before you can get back on the pitch. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to be ready for a game. It feels like, for me, at least two weeks because you have at least probably a week of this, of training off to the side, of testing out the knee, of seeing if there's any swelling, if there's any pain. If there's any swelling or any pain, Sophie, right back to the trainer's room. Terrible. More time needs to be had. You, You can't rush this part.
2: Can you imagine a moment where the LA Galaxy are in a situation in the last two games where they need something or something magical to come off the bench. Right. And Alessandrini has a moment.
1: I mean, I mean there are people who have been talking about that and it's Is certainly it possible? there people people are are excited about that possibility. I I, th- I agree. I'm just saying pump the brakes on it because we 100%. don't we don't know what he's going to be like yet. I mean, this was a nasty injury. The
2: dude was broken.
1: He was he was very much broken. He by the way, last played on April 19th. Of this year in the uh, LA Galaxy versus Houston Dynamo game, a game the Galaxy won two to one. Played just 16 minutes of that game. That if was you remember bad. I went remember. down at the at the top of the penalty box, of the attacking the side of the penalty box, uh, and that was it. He had successful surgery on the meniscus root repair on his knee on April 26th. And if I went, I went back and checked the press release. They said expected to be, be back in September. So they were what
2: pretty. What do close. your insiders say, Josh?
1: This was the first time he hit the field. I mean, we and right. I've been sort of asking around. Hey, have you seen? Him? He's been tra- he's been training in terms of inside and doing Gym, all the all stuff, that stuff that he's supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. I mean, the guy's been working on. If you've been watching on uh, on on any of his socials, you've been seeing that he's been putting in the work. So there's there's no question about that. It's just like
2: it would be typical of this team, right, this season, mm-hmm. to have that happen or have that moment. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but the The idea of him coming back and being able to contribute somehow you know he's not going to start is he he's not going to be able to play 90 minutes it's not going to happen
1: no i and i don't think he's going to be able to gain that i mean there are six games remaining right now Mm -hmm. he's not playing on wednesday and he's probably not playing over the weekend on the 15th so that's that's one that's two games gone and now you have four games left he's probably not ready for the next game even if i'm looking at sort of the schedule and we'll talk about the schedule so he has going to probably have two or three games tops at the end of the season to make any sort of impact and then if when mm-hmm. the LA Galaxy make the playoffs that's when he could have his yeah. I think his potential biggest impact is it's in the playoffs which is good for the Galaxy that's when you want him back but they would really probably like him right now to make that impact and help them get to Uh, the playoffs
2: and also as a footballer who and someone who's played for LA Galaxy you always want him to be healthy and and be able to still have an impact in his career whether it's with this team or another team down the line it's just such a sad he definitely had the talent he had moments of brilliance and you could see where this team could go with him and it's just such a shame that he's had so many injuries it's it really is but if he can come back and have like a signature moment, that would be completely and utterly epic.
1: Oh, I mean, that's what that's what you hope for. I, again, one of the one of the nicest guys, and and he bleeds the colors. I mean, uh, I'm sure you you sort of. He's always so that.
2: polite. He's great with the press. Oh,
1: just he's and and you, yeah, root, for you root for him. You want to root for him. You want him to do well. So yeah. anyway, um, yeah, Roman Alessandrini. So that's the that's the good news. It's good news, but uh, again. You know, I saw everybody saying he's back, and just chill on that. Just be co- be patient with it, okay? It's just I'm not trying to throw like cold water on you, but you all need a cold shower. Chill yes, out for a little a valium. bit. Take a All right. Um. Let's see. The next thing I wanted to go. Okay. So they were talking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and so Zlatan. Who's they? Yeah. Uh, everybody. Um, the world, Major League Soccer, which, yes. which is always nice. We get press emails that give us all sorts of stats from Opta, and yes. they're like, hey, this is what's going on in the league. Let's talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Let's talk about Carlos Zavella. Let's talk about LAFC. Let's talk about the Galaxy. And it gives you all these different things to sort of look at. And so I have sort of a combination of the two and how even when they were talking about uh, LAFC. That there's actually a whole bunch of LA is Galaxy in connections. Is this your
2: absolutely impressive notes? Yes. Here, your 17 pages of,
1: of of notes. Yes, it absolutely is. Can I just is.
2: say to everyone, this is absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> yes. Josh should be running the treasury. Yeah, this I, is.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about I'm that. I'm just saying. I'll keep those interest rates low though sure, for all fine. those home buyers. Yes, That's what exactly. you want, the mortgage rates to, to, to stay low. Um. So anyway, so they wanted to talk about Zlatan Ibrahimovic in his first 50 games. Now played 50 games for the LA Galaxy. So whenever they did that, they wanted to compare Zlatan. At thirty-seven, thirty, almost thirty-eight mm-hmm. years old, um, at uh, at his best, and what uh, sort of he has brought in his first fifty games, and they end up comparing him against the best all time in Major League Soccer through their fifth, first fifty games. Uh, the tops on those list is going to be Joseph Martinez. How old is Joseph Martinez? Like twenty-three? Yeah, he's he's young. Yeah, he's super he's, young. He's a stud. He's not going to be here for very much longer. No, yeah, I, he's he's fun to watch. He's going to Europe next year. In his first fifty games played. Uh, he had 49 goals, he had 6 assists, and he had 12 multi-goal games. That's unbelievable. Um, he, by the way, missed a penalty kick. How dare he? 9 yeah, of no. 10 on PKs. Um, how dare he? I don't
2: care who you're playing against. That's some amazing stats right there. It's,
1: it's really great. So, But then second all-time in Major League Soccer history, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. 45 goals, 14 assists. All right, 13 multi-goal games, so one more than Joseph Martinez and Zlatan Ibrahimovic, which I hadn't looked up the stat. I kind of thought of thought mm-hmm. it in the back of my head. A perfect 10 of 10 from the penalty spot.
2: I mean, he is a perfect 10, is he not? He's, he's, and, he's and look at how long the two of them have been in the league, by the way. Yeah,
1: like no time. Yeah, no that's time. That's unbelievable. And, and so they've set these uh, these records through the first 50 um, through the first 50 games, which I think is is very fun to sort of look at. Now, um, they wanted to show Zlatan Ibrahimovic's first 50 games by league. Now playing in La Liga, Premier League, Syria, League One, and of course uh, MLS. Uh, in his first 50 games played in Major League Soccer, he had 45 goals. In League One, it was 43 goals. In Syria, it was 19 goals. In the Premier, in the Premier League, uh, through 33 games played, he only played 33, uh, nice. 17 goals. Um, but that was a lot of goals still, even in that amount of time. I wonder if I want to do the math real quick and try to figure that out. I won't because it, it would hurt my head. And then La Liga, you played 29 games, had 16 goals. Uh, the La had-
2: Liga stat is, yeah, I mean, 29. But it just shows you also, though, that Premier League and La Liga are a little tougher than Serie A, Liga.
1: It also shows that MLS is a little easier than all those other leagues yes. do. I mean, not he's, um, I he's older. say that out loud. That's okay. You can say it. Everybody okay. should know that. There should be nobody under illusions that MLS is better than all of these leagues. I think in some cases they can compare to some of these teams. Like the LA Galaxy of 2012 and 2014 were very good teams. Probably could have played very well in the English Championship. Um, well,
2: yeah, because we look at Wright Phillips uh, with his New York Red Bulls insane stats too. Right. And he's a player that really couldn't cut it in the Premier League. Right. You know, so it, it all that's a all barometer. Matters. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: It is. And so it's something to look at in that. Um again, just sort of the different numbers. Now uh, now this this press email that goes out to all of the reporters who are covering soccer and, and all that stuff also one of the highlight of course LAFC and mm-hmm. what they're doing and I thought it was yeah I know don't fall asleep um, I thought it was interesting that in almost all of the stats that they tried to pull up to show the domin- domination by LAFC there was always an LA Galaxy team that seemed to be in the way of that <laughs> domination um, so they were talking about uh, Diego Rossi and Carlos Vela being uh, multi-goal scores actually 15 goals or more on on the same team in the same year. So if you want to go and look at that, there's only been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine so far to do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Three of those nine are LA Galaxy tandems. So if you go to 2014, you had Giassi Zardas and you had Robbie Keane. Giassi Zardas was 16 goals, Robbie Keane with 19. So they were both over 15. That's what the stat is supposed to be comparing. Uh, you go 2008, which I think tickled you a little bit. Uh, the LA Galaxy 2008. Um, was Edson Buttle, 15, and Landon Donovan, 20, right? So that's that was a fun one to see. I wouldn't see.
2: have called the Edson Buttle combo. Edson just
1: racked up the goals in some of these Man, years. He
2: was in the right place at the right time.
1: He absolutely was. Uh, that doesn't even show, I think, his season high. I think he had like a 20-goal season in, in the 2000s whenever Bruce Arena was there and and doing that. Then you go back to 1998, which was a fun one as well. Welton with 17 goals and Kobe Jones with 19 goals. So again, the LA Galaxy all over these charts and all over these stats Uh, They wanted to talk about the best winning percentage road games so far ever in Major League Soccer history. The top of that one, 2010 Los Angeles Galaxy.
2: What is the obsession? And, you know, I have a lot of respect for the league, but what is this obsession with LAFC? to make them, the, the stats they pull out, the stories they pull out, the lording of Carlos Vela. I can't tell you, Carlos Vela used to play for my gunners, right? Right. I have never disliked an ex-Arsenal player <laughs> more than I dislike Carlos Vela. It might be because, you know, if I was his stylist, I would say that his hair needs a little bit of a trim.
1: Right, so that's already but a check mark. But he's also
2: become, I find him to be petulant on the pitch. He's their captain, he's their leader, but I think he has moments where... You know, he's a little bit of a diver these days.
0: Oh, that, and, mm-hmm. and, and
2: he uh, he really is always looking out for the free kick and stuff. And I, I find him to be, yes, okay, he's having a great season. He's playing really super well. But this obsession right now with LAFC and this drive to almost will them and want them to win is becoming a little bit, you know, borderline pathetic.
1: Well, they they, they do this every year. Um, and do you think
2: they did the same with Atlanta? Yeah, they, they did because
1: it was Joseph Martinez and it was uh, it was Miguel you it's, it's
2: the expansion teams, and they want to show the, that that the expansion teams growth?
1: can be can yeah. be successful. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, expansion teams, if they're willing to spend a lot of money, have a ton of advantages over teams that are more established.
2: Right. A little bit like the NHL, where with the Vegas Knights, right, right. Yeah.
1: Basically, you don't have any bad contracts, so right. you can you can use that, and they get more allocation money. There's a whole bunch of advantages that actually come as an expansion team, but that's fine. But yeah, it's it's the trendy pick and. That's what's gonna happen, and so that's why they're gonna obsess. And you know, all that's great. It was funny because I brought up the the sort of I think the 2010 uh, team. I'm gonna go back and find the find the graphic here. Uh, the 2010 Los Angeles Galaxy with the best road winning percentage. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Wow!" I go in my mind, the 2010 LA Galaxy feel a lot like this this 2019 LAFC. Uh, the twenty ten
2: or the twenty twelve team? Twenty
1: ten. All right. Mm. The twenty ten. And okay. the and the reason is that if you look at the, the twenty ten LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. they dominated through the entire year. That was a that was a year of of just domination. All, mm-hmm. it was only matched really whenever you go into the twenty eleven team that mm-hmm. went ahead and just dominated, start to finish one in the MLS Cup. But in twenty ten the LA Galaxy got knocked out of the the Western Conference yes. by FC Dallas and they didn't complete it. Um, and in 2010, I tried to make an argument, a stupid argument that I have since regretted, um, and have since changed my <laughs> mind. Charts and yeah, stats? yeah, no, I don't. Not to show okay. my regret, but uh, in 2010 was that you know, oh well, the Supporters Shield really is the should be the crowning achievement for any Major League Soccer team. That's just an excuse. It, it is an excuse, isn't it? Because yes. because we all now listen. I'm not going to disagree with people who say, hey, you know, whenever you're looking at the Supporters Shield. Um, and you're saying, oh, who was the best team over the season? The Supporter Shield tells you that. Of the regular season, it tells you who the but best team was.
2: That's not what this is about here in it's the US. An,
1: and, and anybody realizes that. I was having a discussion with an RSL fan and, um, I was speaking to an RSL fan and they're like well I think that the supporter shield is the best sort of thing and I said I go here's the deal I go were you with the were, were you following RSL in 2009 when they won an MLS Cup mm-hmm. he's like well not really and I go okay so your argument holds up right until the moment that your team hoists a cup and then you realize that an MLS Cup is way more important than a supporter shield
2: I mean it's complete it's like saying the New England Patriots win their division and they don't win the Super Bowl but you know what it's great that they won their division no absolute nonsense
1: it's, it's like the New England it's, Patriots it's, going undefeated and then losing the Super Bowl. It's, yeah, well, I
2: mean, in Europe it works differently because there's no playoff. So if you win the league, you win the league. You're the champions. That's the crowning moment. But to suggest that, yes, is it hard to kind of travel and play? Uh, the MLS is unforgiving. You've got different time zones. You've got different uh, climates. And you have to deal with a lot of different things. But at the end of the day, the MLS Cup is the pinnacle. And if you don't win that... And you win the Supporters Shield, it's a failure in my opinion.
1: Yeah, you can do all the all the right things, but if you don't host an MLS Cup at it's the end, it's all about
2: the rings, baby. Yeah,
1: and it, it, quite honestly, w- without that MLS Cup, that's that's not a tro- It's not a good year. That no. was And and 2010, you look at 2009, going to an MLS Cup, which was a little bit of a surprise, getting knocked out by RSL, Galaxy lose. They come back in 2010 with a clear mission, but come up short in the playoffs. Yeah. It was a failed season, Absolutely. and everybody knew it. 2011, everything got righted. Right. That yes. was the one where it was like, okay. We're, we got this. We figured this out. The galaxy run the table, won the, win the supporter shield, and win an MLS Cup. Mm-hmm. MLS Cup hangover for most of the year in 2012. Turn on that 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 at uh, speed at the end. Yep. End up running right through the playoffs for an MLS Is that Cup this team. I, they've showed they've showed bits and bobs of that. Um, Do you
2: think they can? Okay, we'll get to that, but yeah. yeah. But
1: anyway, I, so I wanted to I wanted to sort of get to that. Um, the most goals game road games as well. This was another stat that they they were trying to hype for the 2019 uh, LAFC. The 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 1998 LA Galaxy had played 16 games on the road, so they actually played I think two games less than what we'll play. So the 32 game season in, in 1998.
2: How yeah. many teams were there in the league then? Do you think?
1: Uh, let's see. I can't remember off the top of my head. Does it say 12? Maybe the best, yeah. right? Yeah, I think I think it might have been right around there. Um, it may have been less than that. Somebody in the chat room will correct me, I'm sure. Uh, but anyway, the Galaxy in 16 games scored 44 goals or 2.75 goals per game on the road in 1998, uh, LAFC is trying to, I guess, match that. And they're going to have to do a really great job because they're behind by 11 goals and they really only have three games left.
2: I'm so. very much enjoying Josh's statistics and data here to score LAFC I'm just, it, in a, a little bit of a, a, a history lesson. I
1: mean, you know, you can go back a long ways. And usually if you're within the, the history of Major League Soccer... You're looking at LA Galaxy teams. And that's sort of, a, again, anytime they dip stats, anytime they do any of that stuff, I look at it and I go, there's going to be an LA Galaxy stat in here. Yep, there it is. And you can find it. Right. Because that's that's how the history of this team and, and the way it's gone. So anyway, I just wanted to bring those up yeah. and sort of talk about those. Um, the other thing I wanted to briefly talk about as well is there was an article in, in, in Major League Soccer, MLSsoccer.com. Um, and I think Bobby Warshaw uh, wrote it. And he was talking mm-hmm. about, you know, is it time to bench star players? And basically, it doesn't really talk about Zlatan all that much. Um, but it does mention him in, in terms of saying that, well, Zlatan sometimes hurts the LA Galaxy sort of aesthetic in terms of what they're trying to do. And I was like, is that true? I
2: go, because I, I you know. Have you seen how many goals he's scored this season versus the rest of the team, whether he slows them down or not? And if he wasn't playing, where are those goals coming from consistently every single week? I think the next highest goal scorer has five goals
1: uh is that see. right yeah i think five do i have five. this
2: somewhere here if, I may... if not
1: i can look it up I, I can't remember i may have it it may have only been like four
2: i think it might be five hold okay. on one second you... let's see um okay so i'm gonna dun, dun, dun. have it
1: first i'm looking it up right now okay fine maybe if, yeah. the, if the internet wants to cooperate. i do
2: believe it's five and i think i think that it's um let's see la galaxy schedule we've three
1: got... Three. Fabio Alvarez has three. Oriel Antuna has three. Daniel okay. Stares has Thank three. You. Jonathan Dos Santos has dos.
2: Okay, so you add those up and they still don't match <laughs> Zlatan's goals, no. right? And then he even has four assists. Right. Right. And the top, uh, the top assist king is Palenta. Yeah. So he scored 23 goals, um, six only six of penalties.
1: Uh, ten. He's t- oh wait no that was s- no. just six this year. Yeah. It was ten overall. Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. Uh huh.
2: So, you know, to suggest for a second that Zlatan should be benched is, to me, the most ridiculous suggestion in the history of sports journalism.
1: i I would like to disagree with you, but, of course, you know I can't because I find that most of the takes that come off of uh, off of the league site end up swaying in these wild directions, and I'm just, I just don't what is
2: this disdain for zlatan? what what is? I don't understand. Here is a guy who's putting the league on the map. He's he's doing it in even more scenarios than probably David Beckham ever did because his bravado and what he's doing and the hat-tricks and the manner of which I was there for that LAFC game and I was sitting right on the end where um, I, don't, I can't remember what they call that end of their stadium. They had to get media kind of outside of the stadium. The, the bad end. The bad end. Uh-huh. And when Zlatan scored within like three minutes, it was... You know, yes, they continue singing, but they know here's the scoop. They know that if they get to a playoff situation and they have to meet LA Galaxy, the fact that they've never beaten them is a mental uh, is a mental hurdle. It's it's huge. This is really huge. This is why LA Galaxy have to get in there, because in a one off game, nobody's going to win on me. LA Galaxy just because of what they can do in that moment, in that situation. So for me, you know, Zlatan is probably the single most... I think he's the MVP, personally, because of what he has done to this team and what he's brought to the table. There's no doubt. Uh, Yes, Martinez has been amazing. Carlos Vela has been amazing. But those squads, I would say, are more talented in some ways.
1: They're, They're certainly deeper in terms of where the scoring is coming from and what is happening. I think that Zlatan carries the LA Galaxy a lot.
2: And that's what an MVP is all about, is it not? The most valuable player yeah. You know, and I uh, for me I think that, you know, he's so important and I think we should wrap him up in bubble wrap. Yeah, I know. Put him on a windowsill I know. and just leave him there until,
1: Well, you he know. he has to go to uh to to Colorado this time, which is sort of interesting cuz he hasn't played at Colorado yet. So that'll be that'll be just one that of those. that'll
2: not be the game that comes back to haunt us losing to the Rapids at home. There's so many that games won- that
1: could, there's so many games that you could go back and say that. It's always hard to pin it that on one. Though, that that was one was hurt. Well, without Zlatan. Because he was suspended for that game
2: yes so therein lies the rub
1: people. yeah there we go zlatan yeah. ibrahimovic mvp you heard it from sophie first um and and that's her do you get a vote for mvp do they ask yes. you you do i, I don't so. they don't give me a vote for it they, why not not for t i for team mvp i can i can do it but not for league mvp mm. they don't they don't i don't know maybe they think that i'm not I worthy of that
2: vote. Got a vote on the hall of fame you, you, you get no do you vote? no oh. i
1: don't get votes on the hall of fame that's good because that sounds like a lot of pressure for me it does. i'd have to i
2: just have to. i do have to do an eeny meeny miny mo or a rock paper scissors there's, there's, yeah yeah that's
1: that's i can understand that all right um let's see i wanted to get to a couple more charts that I have and we can blow through these just because they're fun. I mean
2: we need a projector here one of those old, old school, overhead those acetates overhead, yeah. remember the acetates? we could do that. Yeah we
1: could do that for sure. Um, I just wanted to throw some charts up there um, basically it compares and if you again if you're listening on the podcast it's basically comparing all of the LA Galaxies uh, previous seasons to this season um, and so you can sort of take a look at where this LA Galaxy team the 2019 team in red sits sort of in the middle of the pack of all of these other teams and if you see where the teams that are really sort of uh, turned it on and end up having championship seasons, they, they turned it on in this region. It's it's in, with you know eight games left, with nine games left, with six games left. This is where they caught on fire. So mm-hmm. if you're expecting the LA Galaxy to sort of change their ways, it has to happen at this time. Um, and, and
2: wouldn't you rather they turned it on now than you'd have this to? This is the this is this, the moment.
1: If they don't turn it on, there's a very good chance, and I think a. a a very high chance the Eagles are going to drop below the playoff line this weekend because Portland plays um, against Sporting Kansas City at Portland, it, and, and it, Portland's probably going to win. It's terrible. Yeah, well, they've gotten better. They've actually, I think, they're on a three-game winning streak. So we'll see if that carries over. Maybe they'll beat Portland, which then also puts Sporting Kansas City back into the playoff race. So I'm not sure really what the draw here seems to be the the best sort of play in, in what does. you're looking for. Um, but it's a very good possibility the Galaxy drop below the playoff line. So if they don't do anything, they can't tread. You know, I said they could tread, tread water, and I still feel like there's going to be some teams that move around a bunch in this mm-hmm. these last six seven games for the for everybody. And if that happens, uh, I think the LA Galaxy are still in the playoffs. But, you know, do you want to be a seventh seed in the playoffs or do you want to be a second or a third seed? What do you want to be? Um, I would like to be, you know, the king of England. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Um, I would think King George. Yeah, you, you're not going to be first, obviously. LaFC has that pretty much wrapped up in the Western Conference. Pretty but, much. Uh, well, hey, you don't know. Uh, Carlos Vela didn't play, and they lost to Minnesota. So uh, I mean, ahead, you know,
2: by like a hundred points. Only
1: twenty. I think they can close. The, there's 18 points the Galaxy have, so they're just barely eliminated. Maybe, maybe LaFC will get some like minus points for for bad play or something uh, like
2: yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, are they going to start resting players? Yes,
1: like, I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will towards the end. I mean it's it's getting that, but I think they want to secure the supporter shield and obviously that still has a, a couple games to go. But uh if you look at the LA Galaxy and where they I think, you know, second or third is a great position to be in. Um after that, sixth or seventh actually isn't so bad. The 3 doesn't seem like that everybody wants this matchup. Everybody wants the LA Galaxy LAFC I mean, Western gold. Conference final match. You want them. So, being seventh or sixth isn't if you want that matchup, that that puts care. you on the right side of the bracket.
2: I'm telling you right now, all the LA Galaxy have to do is get into the playoffs. Nobody is going to want to play this team. They are talented. They just don't have the mental engagement for some reason over the course of a season. But in one-off games, when it's a big-time game, they show up. I mean, that game against LAFC was unreal. And again, a little bit of a mental lapse is what cost them and at the end, to be honest with you, in injury times, Zlatan could have won that goal, won that game just by inches. Right. So I don't think anyone's going to want to meet them. And, and I I believe that they are probably one of the scariest teams that could get into the playoffs. And I agree with you. As long as they get in... Anything can happen at that
1: point. Yeah, it seems that way. Uh, Just a heads up: two games you're going to want to watch this weekend. Both on Saturday, September 7th, the Portland Timbers versus Sporting Kansas City, which I talked about. Um, You're going to want to watch. You're going to want to see that game because uh, it's uh, it it has uh, implications, playoff implications. You know, Pavon could have
2: a huge. He could become a legend. This. In, this, in these last few games. Just, just, charge, just sort of charging out. Yes, uh, yes.
1: The other one you want to watch, Colorado Rapids versus Seattle Sounders coming up on Saturday. This is, you're going to play, uh, the Galaxy plays uh, Colorado coming up midweek. So uh, they'll have Colorado on short rest. Um, and Colorado's pretty much out of it and they have a chance to hold Seattle back a little bit and keep them within striking distance because if if Seattle goes and wins that game now you I think
2: they will falter. They
1: they should. They're not a playoff team. I said it and then they started winning games. So I'm still of the belief. I don't belief.
2: quite know how they've done it, but they've not been they've not lit the world on fire, but they're there and they they're finding a way to win. Here's the scoop too. They're getting hot at the right time of the season.
1: If if they're indeed hot. I just I can't I watched yes, that I game where, that where they loosely, beat Portland. The they beat I watched them beat Portland and I said, "Meh." Okay, and then I watched them beat the galaxy, and I'm still like, man. Yeah, and I I'm know. like, where, where do you? The first half of that game was horrible. It was awful. Well, I almost fell asleep watching. Um, Second
2: half was, you know, very entertaining, but brutal at the end.
1: Yeah. Um. So. So. Anyway. I uh, feel
2: like they could slip up.
1: Seattle. Yeah. They should slip up. They're yeah. not a good team. Um, and that's, that's again, I sort of sit there and say, okay, yeah, that's true. And then I see them do different things. A uh, little programming alert as well uh, the LA Galaxy versus Sporting Kansas City game coming up on September 15th has been picked up on flex schedule. So that means that instead mm. of it being on Spectrum, it'll now be a nationally televised game by F- FS1 and Fox Deportes. Uh, 7 p.m. kickoff time on that game. Nothing else has changed, just when it's for your TV watching. Uh, needs there everyone Uh,
2: wants to watch the Ferrari
1: everybody everybody wants to see that and it certainly could be a good game uh standings real quick before we uh get out of here and end the show as well uh if you look in the Eastern Conference oh man the team in the top right now Philadelphia Union uh beat Atlanta over the weekend which was one of the best games I've watched all year such a fun game Philadelphia Union good so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they're tops in the Eastern Conference, 51 points. Uh, new York City FC at 50 points. Atlanta United at 48. DC United at 42. New York Red Bulls 41. New England 39. And Toronto FC at 38, holding that last position in the playoffs. Eighth right now, Montreal Impact at 37 points.
2: That's and- the other game that peeved me, is oh. the is the new coach bump, the, the, the Bruce bump bump. That New England game, can't, oh. that was so obvious that that was going to happen. I
1: don't think they've lost a game since he came on. I can't I can't remember if that still streak <gasps> is going on, but he was... Bruce, hey, Bruce I know, Bruce. Bruce, is, Bruce is the man. Bruce. It's, it's the Bruce bump, and it's, it's a wonderful thing to get. Uh, How can
2: you deny him?
1: I mean, I, everybody, I think this is common knowledge, but at one point it seemed like Bruce was more than willing to come back to the LA Galaxy, and that that didn't happen. Would
2: you rather have him... Ru- okay oh this is a good question this is a good oh. poll question for you would you rather have him than gbs
1: i'll say no um because i've lived through bruce and i and i love bruce and i but you know what bruce can bring and he could it, oh, it's I, a I, it's <sighs> question. I don't know if you're putting a gun to my head. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, the I, I, I might, Sir Alex
2: Ferguson.
1: I might of say just MLS. pull the trigger. I don't. I don't know what you'd do with that. Um, I think there's. I'll tell you what people are going to say. People are going to say that no, Bruce is old and he doesn't. We've already been there and we've already done that. And I'll we'll say see. yeah, but uh, as as Eric would say, yeah, but still, um, yeah, but still, it's Bruce Arena and you see what he's doing with the New England team yeah. that doesn't have nearly the talent the LA Galaxy have. He's a great coach. So anyway, um, he
2: coaches up. That dude yep. is a baller.
1: There we go. We got the uh, the chat room corrected me. They lost against uh, LAFC. That is correct. I remember seeing that. So New England oh, did, did lose a game. But okay. that's, you know, hey... That's, that's one game. One game. Uh, one game, and as it goes. So anyway, so uh, so that's where it stands on the uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. LAFC at 62 points. Um, they have clinched a position in the playoffs. Um, let's see. Did anybody clinch on the other side? Yeah, Philadelphia and New York have clinched positions. New York City uh, have Wait, clinched. Okay, Atlanta positions.
2: haven't clinched yet. Not
1: yet. They are. They are probably next to clinch. They're what? they're in third, so they do not have a playoff spot. Uh, the only pl- team in the Western Conference that's clinched is LAFC. Nobody else has clinched a playoff spot. Excuse me, Seattle Sounders at forty six points, Minnesota at forty five, San Jose at forty four, Real Salt Lake forty three points, San. FC Dallas forty three, the LA Galaxy at forty two. Um San Jose. San Jose. I mean, all of the LA Galaxy's foes are right there They're above right them. Right. So
2: there. Everybody and, and it's it buggers. is
1: it is a four point spread right now between seventh and second.
2: No fear, Josh. No. I'm telling you right now and listen to me everyone LA Galaxy are making the playoffs, there is absolutely no way Zlatan is going to walk away without getting into the playoffs, it is not happening, he 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 will turn it on and Pavon is the little X factor that we all wanted and he's added something and yes there's been hits and misses but in these situations this team I, I believe they will get to the playoffs, I really do
1: it's not a bold. I mean, I don't even think. Again, well, we'll I'll get it's to the schedule. It's not a bold prediction. It's, it's not because I, I believe you. It
2: Might be ballsy. It might it, not be I, bold. I, I don't
1: know. I don't know if it's that. I mean, if you're looking at this, listen. Is I, it matter seen,
2: of fact because they're that kind of team? Oh, they'll get into the playoffs. Don't worry I've, about I've it. I've
1: seen the MLS pundits try to talk the LA Galaxy of being a horrible team. They're they're not a bad team. This is a team that has extremely high highs and really bad lows, and the, in between, they're actually a pretty good team. Um, but they they just they stumble in weird spots and you hope that that doesn't happen because if it does the galaxy are in position now where a stumble can cost them the playoffs mm-hmm. and everything's bunched so tightly that if if it's a real stumble if they go on any sort of losing streak in these next six games um, that's a that's a problem galaxy plays six games in 26 days that's one game every 4.33 days. It's going to be tough on Zlatan. Tough on Zlatan. Tough on everybody. The tough Galaxy aren't deep. They're not a deep no, team. So not. everybody's playing. Now, the other, the only saving grace is everybody else also has a really jacked up schedule right. here. In Those September. pundits
2: you talked about, though, they have a love-in for Bob Bradley, too. That comes from the U.S. men's team. They,
1: and they don't like the Galaxy. And, no. and, and that's just, maybe that's tiresome. Maybe it's because, you know, hey, the LA Galaxy are, you know, the New they're England the Patriots. You they're know, the, oh, I'm tired of seeing them win stuff. And it's nice to see the the how the mighty have fallen, you know, and all this others. I get it. I get Josh, it for ratings. Imagine
2: how sweet it would be to win MLS got, this
1: year. Yeah, I know. And everybody everybody has to Come sit on. there and say. And then Sophie's <laughs> like, I've been saying it from the beginning. <laughs> um, so anyway, the schedule coming up, uh, again, a midweek game, September 11th against Colorado Rapids. That game is on Spectrum Sportsnet, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. So make sure you get home from work and settled in for that game next Wednesday. Then Sunday, September 15th, at home, uh, the LA Galaxy will host Sporting Kansas City on FS. 1 then it is a home game again the next week Saturday September 21st against the Montreal Impact a midweek game in Real Salt Lake or in Utah against Real Salt Lake uh, Sandy, Utah, actually. Wednesday, September 25th, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. Then a home game Sunday, September 29th against the Vancouver Whitecaps that closes out the LA Galaxy's home schedule. And then the final game of the season, as it was last year, against the Houston Dynamo, this time away in Houston, a 1 p.m. Pacific time, which is like a 3 p.m. Pacific time kick— or 3 p.m. Uh, Central time? Are they on Central time? Texas Mountain time. Mountain time? I don't think they're Mountain time. I think no. they're Central. They um, Central? yeah they're uh, Central. Yeah, so in Houston— I mean, it's so huge, Texas. Yeah, it is. It's gigantic organic. Uh at, so in. at the Houston Dynamo BBVA Stadium on Spectrum SportsNet that closes everything out for the LA Galaxy the regular season. Um I would say Sophie don't count out the LA Galaxy, but also that the Galaxy and most teams have sort of shown what they are already. So I mean, you know, do you expect if they've been the regular mediocre regular
2: season this is what I love about U.S. sports. You know, the year Eli Manning beat the Patriots, he beat them twice, didn't he? No one expected that. They, the, the Giants went on a run. We see this happen all the time in American sports, and that's what's so beautiful about the playoffs. You can be one team during the regular season and a completely different team towards the end of the season. You get hot and then you get into the playoffs and anything can happen. So as much as, yes, I agree with you, we know who everybody is at this point, there's still a twist and a turn left in this season,
1: and that's I, that's it. I mean, that's it. And this LA Galaxy team is most primed to be that twist. Absolutely. I hey, I, I can see it. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about?
2: No, I think I'm. Uh, I think you know I've got myself all riled up now. I've built this up, and now I'm. I just you know don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. But I believe. You, I believe. You've, you've I'm been a believer.
1: Whi- you've been whipped into a lather. Now you're yes. like, all right. You let's. need to
2: make a new T-shirt.
1: Yeah, which is.
2: Uh, I'm a believer or uh, something. I'm a we'll believer. come up with a better tagline okay. than that.
1: We'll we'll work on that one. I think that one might already be copyrighted. We might I'm a believer it's a, in yes. a song, right? Who it's a sang Beatles, Beatles that song. Beatles. Beatles That's yes. right. Mm-hmm. Overrated band. You should yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I was going to say the podcast goes on for another hour uh, as Sophie dis- disses the Beatles. We could we could do that, I'm sure. Absolutely. She'll also be I'm kicked out of her girl. country. She's not allowed to she's not allowed to come back. i a it. Stones girl. That's okay. We'll yeah. we'll let you go. All right. Okay. Why don't you tell people uh, where they can find you and we'll get on out of here.
2: Yeah, at Soccer Diva on Twitter, at Highbury Squad if you like a little Premier League chat, and you can listen to me on TalkSport every now and again and check out tweets for that. And I always talk up LA Galaxy and, and uh, share stories. About what's going on in our season. So, thanks very much for having me again, Josh. You're too kind.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's great to have you, Sophie. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J G U E S M A N, of course, at the Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to corner of thegalaxy.com, click the shop button. You can find our t shirts, our stickers, our coasters. Let's see. We don't have keychains. I was going to say keychains. Uh, We have buttons. We have all sorts of fun stuff. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click the shop button there. And then cornerofthegalaxy.com for all your podcasts, your articles, your previews, your recaps, all that fun stuff is right there for you. All right. Uh, That about does it. The LA Galaxy come up. Have a game on Wednesday, September 11th. Monday show coming up. Larry Morgan not on Twitter. In the studio with me on Monday as Kevin Baxter goes on a little vacation. So we'll get you ready for that Colorado game. All right. Uh, For Miss Sophie Nicolau, I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody.
0: You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast, and be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent L.A. Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.